Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, guys, and welcome to Demo Divas. This is another pre-recorded episode, but we are excited to be here with you today. I'm Jay Shell, your co-host. We also have Kylie and Haley. How are you guys doing today? I'm tired, but I'm excited yeah. to be here. I think that sums it up for all of us. I feel <laughs> dead in my eyes. So um, let's start with AEW. Let's just jump right into it today. Um, do we want to start with uh, Mercedes, Britt, and Rosa? Is that a okay starting place? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this feud has been developing. Well, this storyline with Mercedes involved has been developing over the past few weeks or so. Um, but last night on Rampage, stuff kind of came to a head. Um, Britt had a match with Robin Renegade from the Renegade Twins, who we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but after that, we see Thunder Rosa come out, save her kind of like protege student, which I thought was very good to have somebody from Mission Pro to do that. And then from there, we see um, Mercedes and Jamie come out and, and kind of try to beat up um, um, Rosa after she jumps on Britt. But there's some infighting between Mercedes and Jamie. And Britt is like, I love the both of you. Yada, yada, yada. What are you guys thinking is going to happen? We have the match with Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez. No DQ next week on Dynamite. How are we feeling about that match? What do we think is going to happen with the Jamie and Mercedes stuff? I'm so excited about this story. I feel like I'm one of the only people on Twitter who cares, but I'm so into this. And I think the no DQ match, I really think Jamie's going to interfere and cost Mercedes the win because I thought we were going to go Jamie Britt, but now it seems like we're going to go Jamie Mercedes and then maybe Britt. I don't know. There's so many ways that this could go down. So many places they could take the story. I'm so excited. Just a complex story in AW's women's division. And I'm like frothing at the mouth. (laughs) Yeah, this is definitely, um, I think the most involved or like detailed storyline we've seen in a while from them, um, Mm -hmm. specifically surrounding Mercedes um, and and the Jamie feud. I'm really interested to see how that goes down. I think we will see Jamie and Mercedes first. And then that Jamie and Britt Mm -hmm. feud, I think, that Jamie and Britt feud will be Britt's first feud after losing the title to Rosa, uh, which would make sense. And then I think Rosa's first feud will probably be like Serena Deeb or something like that. But we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Serena Deeb as well. Um, Haley, what were your thoughts on um, how this feud is being built right now? Well, I'm excited. I love any opportunity to bring all the women that you can on to TV. So I'm happy that they're utilizing kind of both of these groups. Um and yeah, I'm just excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I am too as well. Um, I am too as well. Wow, great. Just say the same thing in three different versions. Listen, yourself. It's early, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I, I'm very intrigued to see how they kind of tie the loose ends up on that Thunder Rosa Brit feud. Yeah. I think it's going to be more of like a cage match stipulation type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously not too short of stipulation, but it has to be something. They're, they can't just do a regular match at the pay-per-view. There has to be something more. Um, it'll be like almost a year of a year after their legendary match, almost kind of like nine months 
of Britt's reign, which is long reign for her. Um, and I, I think we'll see the, the title reign end there. I'm very excited to see Thunder Rose as a champion. She's super over. She has great promo power. She's a star. Um, it's going to be really good for the division as well. And I, I hope people don't take this the wrong way, but Thunder Rosa in ring is better than British. So oh, Rosa, definitely. <laughs> yes, but I, mean, I think we collectively agree. But like, does everybody else exactly? No. Yeah. So I think Rose is gonna bring the championship up to a new level when it comes to the in ring stuff, specifically like when she'll get to work with like an Anna J or a Ty Conti mm-hmm. if they do some babyface versus babyface stuff. Um, mm-hmm. They'll be. I think you could even turn Rosa heel eventually in the middle of her run if you wanted to. Um, but I think it'll be super interesting to see how the rest of the division gets, you know, brought up to meet the level of, of Thunder Rosa. Cause that's what she always does in her matches is she makes people rise to the occasion whenever she has a match with them. Even if you look at like a dark match with somebody straight off the Indies, who's kind of fresh, you know, she still is able to help them rise to the occasion. Um, what are some matchups you guys want to see with Thunder Rosa as champ? If you have any in mind, uh, Thunder Rosa, Ruby Soho. I'd like you mentioned Thunder Rosa, Anna J. Thunder Rosa, Red Velvet. <laughs> Thunder, Thunder Rosa, Chris Scotlander. Uh, Thunder Rosa, AQA. Yes. AQA, yes. We'll talk about her in a second. Yeah. Um, let's do Serena Deeb first. What were your guys' thoughts on that five-minute challenge match? Because I – okay. I'll let you guys go first, and then I'll talk about my thoughts about it. Um. I think I have to start by saying I like Serena Deeb's new character angle, like the professor. I'm I'm a veteran. I'm better than everyone. The five minute challenge thing is a little weird, mainly because I think it's a cop out. And I would like to see Serena Deeb have longer matches that are better. I don't like that AW constantly books women in squash matches on dark and now we're seeing this and they're making it a gimmick now and i don't know it wasn't it wasn't my favorite i'll say okay i had some twitter warriors come at me because i said that this is not a proper second match second woman's match i do not qualify this as a second woman's match on dynamite at all and people were like people aren't rejoicing over there being a second match no this was a segment that's yep. what this specifically yeah. was. This was like a one-minute match. No competitive back and forth. It was not against a signed talent. It was an unsigned talent, which is very weird to me. You bring on unsigned talent. At the, at the time, AQA was unsigned. So you had all of your women's matches against unsigned talent when you have a signed roster who's struggling to get TV time. Issue number one. Issue number two is Serena D does not, like you said, need to be having squashes. She can be in real competitive feuds. You could put Serena D versus Red Velvet, Serena D versus Anna J. You can literally have these people be labeled as rookies because that's essentially kind of what they are and have them still do that challenge. Don't make it five minutes, though. That's kind of disrespectful if you're going to do that to your, to your signed talent. I see why you're doing it to unsigned. But people are saying this is going to end up being somebody in a mask and yada, 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 and they're going to beat Serena. It'll be a debut like a Mia Yim or Tony Storm or Athena, whatever, whatever. Regardless, I have an issue with this. Because I, if we're going to have this be our second women's match on Dynamite, I don't like that at all. I'm not here for that. Yeah, it's a glorified promo. That's all it is. It's just a vehicle so she can talk about being the professor. Which is fine because I like her new character and I like her as a heel. But I just, I just, first of all, it doesn't have to be a rookie challenge. We could do Serenity, the professor's challenge. And we could have anyone in there. We could have great matches. I just... 
And it is not that I don't like AQA. I love her. And I thought this match was good. But it's just not a good idea to be doing this. Yeah, AQA was in the Jade match. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Well, yeah. And speaking of Jade, I like the route that they're going with her and her kind of like open challenge type uh, matches with her title. And so, I mean, it's proven that they can do it. So I don't don't really understand this direction. And, And Jade was just a rookie. Like, like, and you're telling me we can't bring in people and sign them as rookies if we're going to do these segments? I don't know. It's just, and I'm scared that they're going to turn it into a thing where this is our women's match for the week. And then we're going to have a bunch of promos and then video packages and that's it. And I think Sheeta is back in the U.S. now. Don't quote me on that, but I think she's back. So are we going to start building that soon? Do we want to talk about Sheeta now? Yeah. Segway. I had to. We need to make it a thing. Segway. We need like a a graphic to pop up. I'll work on something. We can make a little video (laughs) and little Segway, like a audience. Yes. Happen. Um, Kylie, you were the one who sent the article in our group chat about this. Do you kind of want to give a little synopsis about? What yeah, so she she did an interview and someone asked her about Joshi women in AW, and she basically said uh, that when AW started, the women's division was full of Joshi talent, which obviously it was, and that they were given a lot of TV time and a lot of sort of create like creative freedom, and that they could do a lot of things because they were the women's division. And she said, over time, the Joshi women, they've really started to struggle to get things. And she specifically mentioned Emi Sakura coming to the U.S., hungry to be in AEW and to get things. But her English isn't great. But Sheeta did put her over. She said she was able to get like an apartment and she's working in AEW and she really wants to thrive. But the environment in AEW is very hard for the Joshi talent because of the difference in culture and language and, you know, I don't, I don't want to make comparisons to what Big Swole said because I don't, it's not my place to compare these situations, but the fact that they're both saying similar things about struggles with women of color is concerning. Yeah, I would agree. Um, And I think it's interesting that assigned talent is now saying this. Yes. Um, Like when Swole said this, she was obviously leaving. She was on her way out. Her contract was, you know, expired. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that we're now seeing signed wrestlers speak up about this. And Sheeta, obviously, she is, I wouldn't say in like a complete position of power, but like she does have more control over like her creative stuff than other Joshi wrestlers would. Um, and I love the stuff that Emmy Soccer was doing on Dark. And I don't see that there's a reason that we can't have that be portrayed on Dynamite. Even if you need to give her a mouthpiece, I feel like you could do that easily. Like if the if the issue is these people having a mouthpiece, then bring in managers. And I think yeah. there's obviously lots of managers on the indies. If you want to give somebody Mark Sterling again, like you could do that and just pair them with Jade if you really wanted to. Like there's ways to work around this stuff that um it doesn't seem like they're considering too much or it doesn't seem like it's even a priority for them to try and to consider ways to figure this out or to um remedy the situation. Yeah, and it's weird because a lot of these Joshi talent, they are over with the crowds. Like Riho, she gets great reactions. People, Emi Sakura, they love her Freddie Mercury thing. Uh, 
<laughs> Sheeta, of course. Sheeta is beloved by AW fans. So I'm not sure Raya why was there so too. Much... Like what her name was, I think like Ryo um Mizunami. There you go. And that's what yeah. I was gonna say. I don't want to butcher it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just weird. Why is there like this creative struggle backstage in AW for Joshi talent? Like, why is it hard for them to compete with the Western women? You know, because it's yeah, I just don't get it. What are the things? Oh, go. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. Um, well, I was just gonna say, I think, and I don't really want to bring Kenny into this, but I'm going to. You know, I think he really tries his his best, especially with the Joshi women. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's discourse on social media about that situation, but whatever, we don't need to get into that. But I really do think that there are people back there that do um like speak up, but it's definitely not enough. Yeah. I, I think a lot of the issue too is I, I was speaking to some some people who are close to AEW and they were saying that one of the main issues that people are facing is if you're not a creative person going into AEW, you're going to struggle because a lot of it is like pitching your own storylines and all of that stuff. And especially when you're having a hard time communicating, it's going to make it that much harder. So like, I don't know the situation backstage. I don't know if they have translators. I don't know if they have people helping them learn English. I don't know what the situation is. Obviously, I'm not there. But if they don't have those things, they urgently need those things because it's so important, especially when you're bringing in people from like New Japan as well. Like you're going to have to have somebody who can be a middleman and who could help communicate like these ideas that these people are wanting to bring to the company and bring to their own like on on screen persona and their character stuff. Yeah. And it's really a missed even just a missed business opportunity because. People in, in, you know, the United States and Canada and just in the West in general are really catching on to stardom and Josie Rushling in general. And I think having this strong base of really talented Joshi talent mm-hmm. is something that makes AEW so different from any other Western promotion. Yeah. And there's no structures or uh, there's no framework in place to support them coming over from Japan. I just it just makes no sense to me. Like, you have, like, Michael Nakazawa, and if you watch, like, uh, vlogs and things, you know that he's helped Sheeta come to the U.S., helped her, like, acclimate and everything. But we, you can't put the burden of that on Michael Nakazawa. Like, I don't yeah. know what his position is in AW. I don't know if God he has... God bless him. I don't, know, I don't know if he has an, uh, two contracts. I don't know. But we... I haven't seen him on my TV in a long time either. I know. I love him. He's so funny. Yes. But I, I think I think people just hate on him online for no reason. But <laughs> but that's it for another another time. But the Joshi mm. talent, I just AW in a partnership with Stardom would be incredible. I don't mm. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I think building on this interest in Joshi wrestling is important. Because no one else is gonna do it in the West. There's yes. no one else. Even if they wanted to work with, like, Taco Pro, like, they yeah. had Lulu Pencil, they had, I mean, like, it. I think it definitely could happen. Um, I think there just needs to be more of an intent to, or more of, like, a push to do that. And yeah, that always doesn't necessarily need to come from the fans itself. You know, like, I think, once again, having translators, having people backstage who can help communicate, like, I think it would make it a lot easier for those people there. Yeah, and I, I just think about poor Maki Ito and what a waste of a, of a run in AW that was. They didn't do a whole lot with her. Ito. Forbidden Door, Maki Ito, and then... <laughs> Good Lord. Well, she had, like, what, like, one Dynamite match? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. 
Okay. Do we want to talk AQA and the Renegade Twins before we wrap up our AEW stuff? I'm yeah. a big fan of both of these. Um, well, mm-hmm. three of these, all three of these people. Two separate ends. I, I, whatever. AQA had a match with Jade. Um, had an amazing shooting star press, an amazing showing. Got signed to AEW. Um, we saw Robin Renegade last night take on Britt in another great match where she had to. She got a little bit of a good showing. Normally, when we see these matches, like these squash matches, the people who are brought in as extras don't really get any time. They don't get any time. They don't get any like. Um, they really don't get any like offense in the mm-hmm. match even. Um, but we saw AQA. She got a theme song. It seemed like she got a little intro video package. We've seen the Renegade Twins a lot. Uh, this was my first time. I think that they had Robin or Charlotte in like a singles match now. Um, but we saw that as well, and that was really interesting to see. What are your guys' thoughts on them bringing in people from like Mission Pro or from like like Indies in Texas, even that it seems like? Because we saw Janai Kai get brought in as well. Um, do you think they'll sign the Renegade Twins as well? I think I think they would be dumb not to. Yeah, I, I my brain says, oh, of course they're gonna sign them, but then yeah. maybe not. But I think I don't know. you know WWE you think no kind. Of, no, I said I think so. Oh, I think, <laughs> I said, I think no. <laughs> also gunning for them and yeah. some of the other indie female talent. I think. I think yeah, it looks like Roxy got a contract offer. Yep. Um, yeah. But I, I'm not too sure. The Renegade Twins were at that tryout as well. So mm-hmm. we haven't really heard anything too much. But it seems like if they're working with AEW this much, it seems like that's not the path that they're going to be taking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hope it is AEW. I was very, very, very pleasantly surprised to see that they signed AQA. Because mm-hmm. I was like, what are we doing? We're not signing no woman? We're going to bring on Mercedes Martinez and we're going to stop? What's happening? Um. But now I'm I'm very hopeful for the Renegade Twins, and mm-hmm. I think that they have a star in AQA. Like I, honestly, maybe this the is crowd a black. Loved her. Yeah, they, really they were behind her. Yeah, she has like that star potential. Like she looks yeah. like a star. Mm-hmm. She presents herself as a star. She works like a star. She literally has a shooting star press. Yep, so, and it's good, beautiful. It's yeah, good. <laughs> yes, yeah. I think she has a lot of potential. I think it was a great signing. Um. I'm just very, very hopeful for what they could bring. And if this is what that open challenge is going to do for them, then I'm very excited. This is what I, mm-hmm. when I was hyping up the TBS title and the open challenge format, this is exactly what I was talking about. If we're going to continue to bring on new women and sign them, I'm super excited. But this also means that we shouldn't be bringing on new women every single week in spite of putting the signed talent on TV as well. We need to be yeah. doing both of those things. Um, any thoughts on any other woman you think that they have their eye on, if you guys know of any, I think they have their eye on um, Queen Amanita as well. I'm not too sure about that, but I would I would think that they do because of how many times they've brought her to Dark and stuff. Uh, yeah. Sky Blue too, I think. Yeah, Sky Blue is on a tiered, I believe. Oh, she is? I Maybe I'm releasing scoops that I'm not supposed to, but I think she's on a tiered. That's what mm-hmm. I've heard. I think I, I think she this. I think she is because she has done um, like community outreach things with them. And yeah. I, I, I think they have a few big free agents in mind. I think mm-hmm. Athena, Ember Moon. I think they're, because she's wrestling. Is it today? Yes. The Warrior Wrestling is it yeah. today? She has Thunder Rosa today, yes. Yeah. Um, We're all going to watch that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I think okay. they'd be, I think they'd be dumb it. not to go for her. Mia Yim, I think, is a, a safe bet because Keith Lee's there. Maybe Tony. 
it doesn't seem maybe too Tony... safe for me, but we'll talk about that off screen. Maybe Tony Storm, but then I don't know. Yeah. My issue is I don't know when all these 90 day no competes are up. I'm so bad with numbers. So I'm like, everyone? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not. I think that they'll definitely bring in Athena. It seems like from some reports that they may have her eye, have their eye on her even. Um, and I think that if they do that, continue to do that Serena five minute rookie challenge thing, eventually that's how Athena is going to debut. Um, yeah, love that. Yeah. Yes. Let's do our AEW rating for this week. What are we thinking of rating AEW? See, the bar is so low that, like, I'm afraid to put them too high, but I don't want to put them low. And I'm, like, (laughs) struggling to rate how much I don't like the Serena D five-minute thing compared to how much I love the Mercedes Martinez thing. Yeah, it's hard. I'm going to say I'm going to say B. I'm not going to do a plus. I'm not going to do a minus. I'm going to leave myself some room. I must just say B. What did I give them last week? I think I gave them an A last week, didn't I? Uh, oh, I think, uh, a B. I th- we went down. <laughs> I gave them a B plus last week, so I'm going to I'm gonna also go study at a B. I don't want to give them too much. I think that there's still, you know. There's still room. But I like the debuts. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But the five-minute challenge, I don't like, so... I think I did a B last week, but I, I'm going to go for a B plus this week. I'm very oh. high. Sorry. I'm very high on AQI and, and the Renegade yeah. Twins. So that kind of pushed you over the top for me. Yeah. Um, but yes. And I also think that Jade, that new tour of the islands move she's using, bro. I oof. love her. She's I love getting that. so good. She is. Yeah, it's like every week, Jade Cargill impresses me. She amazes me. And I'm just, I love her. <laughs> We love Such Jade over here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she she named it the Eye of the Storm. I saw that on the Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's move on and talk about... Let's do NXT first. Let's do... There's a little bit of stuff I want to talk about from NXT. Um, where do we think Io Shirai goes from here? She's now teaming with Kaylee Ray in the Dusty Cup tournament. That hasn't even started yet. Do you think that we... How much longer is Io Shirai in NXT 2.0? Let's ask that question. <laughs> I I thought she would have been gone by now. I thought so too, for sure. Yes. I don't know why she's still there. And honestly, I'm kind of annoyed that she's still there. Like, I think yeah. it's bad for her to still be there. Mm-hmm. I don't think she fits in NXT 2.0. But then again, I don't think she fits on the main roster either. Yeah, fair. So I have no clue where she goes from here. To SmackDown, maybe? I feel like SmackDown's maybe the safest bet, but, like, also... mm... She could have good matches, but the issue is, are they gonna, one, let her have good matches that she wants to have? Are they gonna embarrass her and and, and attempts to make her, like, a baby face? Are they just gonna feed her to the horsewomen and call it a day? I have no clue. (laughs) Um... Good lord. Io Shirai, I'm saying a prayer for her. She's ranked yeah. lower than Goldberg on WWE 2K22. Um, she's at like an 82. 82? I don't I don't know video games, but that is <laughs> that is really low. Good lord. What is Somebody, Goldberg? 88. You're to oh my he's a B plus? Yeah, but she's a B minus. Yeah, sounds like what, what you know what? Never mind. 
in WWE, I guess. He has like legend. one match a year. <laughs> he had three last year. Oh, congrats, Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> the workhorse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! He's the Trent Beretta of a um, of WWE. That's an insult to Trent. <laughs> <laughs> I love Trent. We love Trent. You said he's a workhorse. Trent is a workhorse. He really is. He's he looking really good though. Can I just say he looks healthy? Trent's gonna fight Jay White, and I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna be so interested. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told them I was like, "Oh, we're gonna chill for this show. I'm gonna be chill for this show." Yeah, she, she's like, "I think I'm just gonna relax." Yeah, and we, we relax. Here she is going. Jesus Christ, good lord! We don't have ADHD this tomorrow, so I'm getting all my ADHD. Yeah, you know, gotta get out the switchblade power rankings bit. Apparently, it almost looked like white power when I tweeted on Twitter. So it did. Yep. I was very. I was like, "Jay Shell's hacked." But <laughs> <laughs> then I read it, and I was like, "Oh, good lord!" Let's talk Wendy Chu again. Do we have to? Yeah, <laughs> she lost to Tiffany Stratton on NXT this week. Thoughts on Tiffany Stratton? <laughs> She's okay. That's how I feel about every woman in NXT 2.0. I'm like, they're there. Is her dad even a big man? Yeah. <laughs> that I sounds just, accurate. They're there. Uh, I don't... Uh, is there anyone that I would hate in NXT 2.0? I don't think so. They're all just there. They're all kind of cheesy. Like, they're corny. Yeah. Oh, they we'll get to a corny one in a little bit. To me, they're just kind of existing. I don't yeah. know. Which sucks. They don't, I just, I, like, I don't, they don't make me feel anything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where she gets her credit cards from? Yes. <laughs> I was just interested to see if we thought that. What do we think about Wendy Chu in general? Besides the like capacity. I don't like the gimmick. I think it's dumb. I think it's just it, it's orange Cassidy, but bad. <laughs> it's it's so dumb. Like it's very and I feel like we say this every week about NXT 2.0. It's very Disney Channel. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's I am, glad that we're I am working not. on it so much, but like it's yeah. genuinely like no fuck NXT. Not yeah, and I am not the Disney Channel key demo. Exactly. And so I used to be a little bit ago. I used to love Disney Channel. I mean, I think we all did. I mean, yeah, when you're young. Yeah, like... Do young people like NXT? We should do a survey. No, isn't the the viewership of NXT very old? 60-something, 62. Yeah. I think very rarely they get that, like, the younger demo. Very rarely. Hmm. I'm gonna do research, and I'm gonna see if with the rebrand into 2.0, if the number of young viewers is rising. And by young, I'm going to say, like, 17 and under. Like, 18 to 49, NXT always sucks there. Yep. I'm talking about the young people. Did any of you guys watch Dakota Kai versus Saray? 
Nope. <laughs> I didn't either, but I heard it was good. So we'll go with it was good. Go back and watch. Yeah, that yeah, sounds good. Go back good. and watch. But I don't watch WWE unless someone tells me it's good because I hate sitting through it. Same. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry if that like offends people. No, if it does, fuck off. Well, yeah, I don't watch Raw. Like, I'll watch SmackDown. I'm excited about something like with WWE. We were very let down. So, oh, we're no, not going to talk about the Royal Rumble. Nope. No, no, no. no. I, was, I was simply just I was I didn't say the word. I just said the well, last We all knew what we were talking about. <laughs> Let's talk yeah. about Kaylee Ray and Mandy Rose. I'm guessing you guys didn't watch this match. Neither <laughs> did I. Um,. I'm not going to put myself through Mandy Rose match. That's I vowed to myself this week. I'm not going to watch wrestling. That doesn't make me happy. And Mandy Rose yeah. doesn't make me happy. So I'm and not going to watch her. Fair. Um, fair. But I do like Kaylee Ray. And I yeah. would have watched this match if she faced somebody else. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on Kaylee Ray's ceiling in NXT 2.0? It doesn't seem to me like she fits too much of what they're looking for in a champion right now. You think she just needs to go to the main... Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Roster, or do you, what do you think? Because she's in a tag team with Io Shirai now. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Just She doesn't fit there, but then you can't just throw her on the main roster. Like, yeah. that's what's weird about the NXT rebrand. It doesn't work. It's not as functional as the original NXT was, the black and gold. Mm-hmm. Because you could have put her on the black and gold brand, and she would have fit. Mm-hmm. And then she would have fit on the main roster. But now you have this cartoon universe that you've created, the and no one fits in there. Yeah. yeah. I'm just afraid of these people getting fed to the wolves, literally. <laughs> on the main roster? Yeah. Oh, they will be. I know. Like, I mean, look at Piper Niven. Yeah. Or do drop. Yeah. So I don't really trust them too much. I think it's super interesting that they had do drop go from NXT UK to the main roster, but they made Kaylee Wright go to NXT knowing it was going to become NXT 2.0. That seems very mean to me. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I love Kaylee Wright. She's a great wrestler. I oh, think yeah. she should be doing more. Yeah. Um, I would rather have her as champion than Mandy Rose. I, to be fair, I would rather have a lot of people as champion than Mandy Rose, though. So. Um, let's think about what we would kind of try to rate NXT from the matches you heard that happened. What are you guys thinking? See, I'm not very high on any of these talent. I should start by saying that I don't. Okay. I'm not. Mandy Rose, not a big fan. Wendy Chu, not a big fan. Kaylee Ray, I like her. But right? I don't... Dakota Kai? Yeah. Dakota Kai, I like, okay. But I'm not, like, a, like I don't I vibe you. with her as much as I do other female talent. I don't know. I guess I'll stick with C. I think I gave them a C last week. Maybe a C plus. I was just going to say I'm going to go with a C plus as well. I'll go C plus too, since we're all doing C pluses now. Yeah. Um, it's hard Mandy to look Rose... past the bat. Yeah. yeah. If Mandy Rose wasn't on this show, I would give it a B minus. But it's Mandy Rose. So as long as Mandy's champion will not get above um, a B minus. Yeah. 
I have conditions with my grades. I don't play. She has to go to the main roster soon. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) She'll be gone soon, (laughs) Jayshelle. She has to be, right? I think bringing her back down... I I don't know. That whole situation. NXT is so weird. That's the conclusion. Okay, let's just do main roster because... Oh, fuck. We got a lot to talk about here. Do you want to start with good or bad? Let's get the bad out of the way. Yeah. Because now I'm in a negative mood from NXT. Okay. Okay, Well, we saw multiple tweets get released yesterday about WWE continuing to influence the world. There are posters all over Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, of the women's matches that will be happening. (laughs) We have three women's matches on the Elimination Chamber card. We have the Raw... Um, elimination chamber match. I'm not even going to try to list who's in it because I can't do that to my brain right now. But there's a surprise, and Bianca better win. That's what I know about that match. Um, we have Charlotte and uh Sonya Deville taking on Ronda Rousey and Naomi. Why are you doing that to the Naomi fans? Don't do that. That's so mean. And we have Lita, Lita, Lita taking on Becky Lynch. And People on Twitter are being um, WWE warriors and saying that they're breaking ground. There's three matches on the pay-per-view. There's three matches happening in Saudi Arabia. Kylie, I know you have a lot of thoughts about this. Do you want to start here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be brief because I my opinions are controversial and I believe very strongly in what I'm about to say. And Go I don't it. want to... I don't want to start conflict. But... If you, if you genuinely believe that WWE and Vince McMahon are influencing Saudi Arabia in a positive way, you are buying into propaganda. It is not WWE being feminists in Saudi Arabia that has led to these three women's matches. It's Saudi Arabia strategically opening slowly to female wrestlers. So in a sports washing effort, to make it seem like they're vulnerable to progressive ideals. So the West backs off sanctions. That's it. This has nothing to do with the women, nothing to do with Vince McMahon, nothing to do with wrestling, and everything to do with a billion-dollar propaganda effort. Do I think it's good that the women are wrestling? Yeah, because Saudi Arabian women and girls deserve representation in sports because I think that will help inspire them to be progressive and feminist. But do I think that it's going to lead to lasting change? Do I think Lita is going to be the champion of Saudi Arabia feminism? No. (laughs) No, I think it's pointless. (laughs) Yeah. Haley, thoughts? Um, (laughs) I can't say a lot of my thoughts, um, mostly because they're also very controversial. And I'm, this isn't really the place or my place to really say anything. But I think that it's very interesting. Um, I'll just say that the matches on the Saudi Arabian cards are always 10 times better than every other card. And I know that's because of the money, but it's just very interesting to me. Uh, I have many thoughts like all of the people here as well do. Um, but what I shall say is I cannot champion the matches that are happening here when the women aren't allowed to wear their natural gear and they must be wearing 
full body suits with extra, extra, extra large t-shirts over them. Yep. And I I think it's semi-impossible for me to even try to give any of these matches credit when the basis of the reason that they are happening is based on propaganda and blood money. Um, <laughs> so as good as I think the Elimination Chamber match or the Lita-Becky match or even the Naomi-Charlotte stuff that we're about to see happen can and likely will be, I cannot give them any credit or any value because of the reason that they are happening. Specifically the Lita match. Um, and Lita kind of came out and said that there's been lots of progression and that's the reason that she feels comfortable doing it and yada, yada, yada. And all of this is incredibly disappointing to me. Um, all I can say is that I hope Bianca wins so at least I won't be mad at that. At least we'll get that. Hopefully. Uh, and, you know, I don't want this to seem like we're bashing the talent or anything because we I like think the it's, talent. Not, it's not on the talent. You like all. the talent, and you know what? Go get your paycheck. Period. I'm, be careful I'm when firm- you fly there, though, but go get your paycheck. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> but I'm firmly against WWE for agreeing to participate in the sport washing. And the, the fact that they're continuing to do it after all the issues in the past is disgusting. And the fact that we're going to hear about this for months and months and months as, you know, a great victory for women in Saudi Arabia is disappointing, to say the least. Do we have any final comments on this or do we want to move on? Move on. I think we can move oh, on. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Lita turning down AEW, okay? So um, this news was broken by Fightful a while ago, but Lita kind of came out and gave her thoughts on the reason that she turned it down. Um, She was basically saying that she had all the stuff that they were willing to offer her over at WWE, where she's been for the last 20 years, but she gave them her blessing, saying she'll still watch and support it. What do you guys think Lita would have done in AEW? Why do you think she actually turned it down? Because I don't feel like it was the reason that she actually gave. So I feel like there was a point in time where she maybe would have faced Brit. Yeah, so that's like exactly what a, it was. Yeah, there was a point in Brit's title reign that felt a little like wishy-washy. That like they didn't really have you know a clear direction. So I definitely think that that was going to happen. That seemed that, like it would have been around full gear time, yeah. if I was guessing, because it didn't seem like Ty Conti was supposed to be in that match. Yeah. If I'm being honest. Kylie? Yeah. We were waiting for Kylie. (laughs) I I have feelings about this. So she basically said AW couldn't give her anything that WWE wasn't going to give her, which is fair. I just don't understand why AEW didn't try to give her more than what WWE was giving her. And I don't know if that's just them. Do you mean money or do you like money or maybe like maybe she wanted they could have given her a role in creative or a coaching role or yeah, anything. Sense. And I, I get that WWE is her home and she's been there for decades and you can't beat the you know sentimental value of that. But I just, it's hard for me to look at this and not think that AEW dropped the ball. They either didn't know what WWE was offering her or they didn't care to match it. And I think they that's if, if she, and I I hate to say it, but if this was a male legend like a Tully Blanchard, 
or Jake the Snake or one of these guys, they would have offered them more. We have no female legends. We have Vicky. And that's it. <laughs> honestly, with the Lita stuff, I th- honestly, I don't think I put too, too much blame on AEW here. I feel like a lot of this is her having loyalty to WWE. Yeah. And that's fair and that's good and dandy and all, but I feel like the way that she phrased stuff was like not that like WWE is better than AEW. It just seems like she just wants to stay in her home, I guess. And she it seems like she probably just heard them out and then she was like, mm. but I agree with you that they could have given her like a coaching role or like a Maria uh Maria Canales role in ROH like let her run some of the women's division stuff. I feel like she would have been amazing with that. And she would have probably liked that and taken to it really easily as well. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know how much I, I would have liked to see Lita in AEW because of how much they're struggling with their women's division. I feel like if Lita would have been there though, they would have had to step up everything. But if it's just going to be for a Brit match and that's it, pass. That's fair. But there's a lot of matches that I would have liked to see in AW. I agree. So, if it's only Brit, though, pass. Oh, yeah. If it was just for one program for Brit and then she goes yeah. and does the Royal Rumble, I don't want that. I don't like that. I, if, I have no problem with legends. I like having legends and wrestling, even if they're wrestling. But I just don't like them getting the top spot and then dipping like Goldberg. We're back to Goldberg. But. I think an interesting way to compare this in my mind is like if we look at Christian because Christian's in like the Hall of Fame of WWE as well like I wonder if the deals that they were offered are like or at least were equal because that's kind of what she probably would have been doing was she probably eventually would have picked somebody back to them been a mentor you know the thing that legends always do like they always like lead a young gun or whatever who would it have been I don't really know. Maybe Anna Jay or somebody. I don't, I'm not going to think about it. Um, but I think it would have been interesting. Obviously, those deals aren't public, but it would have been interesting to see if they were something similar because I feel like they both bring kind of equal value to the equation here. But any final thoughts on Lita before we move on to talking about SmackDown and stuff? Just that I love her. Okay. Yeah, we love Lita. <laughs> yes, Lita fan club. Let's talk about did you guys get to see the, the Charlotte Naomi match or yes. hear about it at least? I, I saw it on Twitter. I didn't get to watch it. I wasn't home. Okay. I saw some of it on YouTube. Like, you know how they have the little YouTube clips on WWE? Mm-hmm. I watched that and it looked very good from what I saw. Naomi has always been good, head of Naomi fan club right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what are you guys thinking about Naomi? They always, okay. Actually, I'm going to save my point for later. What are you guys thinking about Naomi before I give my thoughts? It just. It was a great match. It was, and I thought that Naomi really was the star of the match as much as I love Charlotte. I'm just upset that Naomi always has these matches where she's very, very good and she's a star and people on Twitter go nuts for Naomi and then we don't get anything out of it. Yeah. Like she gets like a two week push where they're like, here's Naomi, we're going to put her on TV and then she's done. And it's so annoying because she's right up there with the horsewomen in my opinion. And I think she's more charismatic than most of them. I would agree. And would she's agree. had such a long tenured career. Yeah. And to still have this momentum over 10 years in is insane. Yeah. 
Um, okay, somebody brought this point up to me in my DMs, and I thought it was very interesting. If we look at Naomi's career, there's a certain period of time when they tend to push her. Mm-hmm. And if I could ask you guys, what month are we in? Oh, no. <laughs> now that you say it, that makes so oh, no. Black history. Stop. Pull up her cage match. <laughs> we need to investigate this right now. I think we should investigate this and come back next week with our findings. I'm writing down my homework. Yes. Oh, my God. So. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Love you, Naomi. I'm sorry. I feel so bad now. Um, I'm sitting here like, I don't know. Why do they do this? They put her, then they drop it. <laughs> and that's exactly why they drop it. <laughs> when was the last time we saw Naomi in a pay-per-view match? Like a meaningful pay-per-view match? <laughs> like not the Royal Rumble, not yeah. Elimination Chamber, not Survivor Series, like an actual match. can't even it's been so long I uh, feel my brain is telling me it's a tag match she was in wrestlemania with lana right that happened oh yeah i think that was it though from what i can really remember right now but she's a title contender she should be in in the title picture at all times i wouldn't she i wouldn't her to be the one to take the belt off charlotte yeah. mm-hmm. will it be ronda rousey though yes it will be am i gonna cry myself to sleep yes i will be um but looking at the positive side of this, Naomi did get a chance to prove herself. We finally had somebody interfere with the Sonya stuff to kind of push the story along. Is it going to be a WrestleMania match? Probably. Is it going to be on the pre-show? Probably. Am I going to cry again? Probably. Um, good luck, Naomi. We love you. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Oh, good luck, Charlie. God. We have uh we had a couple matches on Raw happen. We had um Bianca Belair take on Nikki ASH. We had Liv Morgan take on Dewdrop. Y'all see any of these matches? Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) Poor Liv Morgan. None of these matches have a purpose. It's the elimination chamber, that's their purpose. I don't care. <laughs> Why are we? I was giving you the reason. I didn't say I cared either. I was just saying it's disappointing. Bianca mm-hmm. should be doing more. If Bianca doesn't, okay. Let me give my prep talk because I need to make sure that I'm here with you guys when I do this. Okay. If Bianca doesn't win this elimination chamber, I think I have to boycott my podcast for a while. Like, if Bianca isn't the one that wins, like if she's not facing Becky yet. If Becky gets pulled into another triple threat match, I'm going they to quit. They can't. And you know what? It's something. And I, I know this is going to upset you, and that's not my goal. But no, the, go for it. Ronda Rousey's original run was supposed to be her and Charlotte. And the only reason Becky was there was because Becky got over. And now people are confused why it's not Ronda and Becky. So now I'm scared. <laughs> I do not want another triple threat. Remember when everybody told me they were like, oh, she's going to win the Elimination Chamber. Everything's going to be okay. I I don't trust them. I have no trust in that company. Right? Do I need to pull up the video? (laughs) Your crying video? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
supposed to wait it out. I played it last time. I'm not going to play it again. I but- know. We can't wait it out. Like, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting since SummerSlam. <laughs> uh, Lord bless. Bianca, I'm cheering for you, girl. Good luck, Charlie. Exactly. <laughs> you are a star. Even if they don't see it, I see it in you. And I love you, Bianca. I know you're not listening to this, but I love you. Oh, good lord. I just turned into Ethan Page. We need to move on. Uh, good lord. Let's talk about the Zia Lee stuff. So she basically came out after the Aaliyah, Natalie, Natalie, Aaliyah, Natalia. <laughs> Aaliyah, Natalia, good lord. Rematch. It's still early. Sorry, guys. Um, and they, they're on like their third or fourth rematch now. I don't give a fuck about that. They had no. a dungeon style rematch. Do you know what that means? I don't understand it either, and I watched the match. So it's it's an Italian gimmick. I don't know. Aaliyah what it grabbed either. onto the ropes and tapped out in the sharpshooter, like on the ropes, because it was no DQ. I, pass, not for me. But Zaylee came out to protect her because she is the protector. Zaylee hasn't been in an actual match yet. And she got called up during the draft. Mm-hmm. So she feels like the female Veer. And you know, he's still coming, so. he When is he going to show up? Like, not to change the subject, but. main event, I guess. That doesn't count. <laughs> I know, but like, good lord. What are you guys' thoughts on Zia Lee? Do you like her character? Do you like how she wrestles? Like. I like how she wrestles a lot, and I liked her in NXT. Um, she's one of those ones where they, where they pulled her up to the main roster, and they had no plans for her, so they just kind of, like, put her in places so that yeah. she stays relevant. But really, it just makes people confused, and it makes them people kind of resent her for being so confusing. And I just... She deserves okay. better. She hasn't had an actual match on SmackDown. She's had live show matches and dark mm-hmm. matches. She's defeating Natalia in live shows and she's going back and forth defeating Shotzi and getting defeated by Shotzi. Where's Shotzi? I mean, why can't we bring this to TV then? Like, Where's Shayna? You have seven people on that fucking woman's roster and you're telling me you can't put Shayna and Shotzi on TV and you can't put Zia in a match? They struggle to cycle talent. Like, you need to have the constant cycle of people going up and people going down. And WWE just has none of that. Like, they have people at the top, and occasionally they'll fall down, but it's just because they're off TV for a little bit. And then they'll bring some people up a little bit. But then once those other people come back, everyone's back where they were. Where's my Sasha? I think she's at the Super Bowl. I think that's where she is. I honestly. Good for her. Yeah, I think <laughs> I'd go to the Super Bowl too. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, she's collecting her bag. Get paid, dude. Clearly, WWE doesn't have doesn't have anything for you, so you might as well get your money and build up your retirement and just live a good, peaceful life she's away 30. from all of this. She's barely thirty; just turned thirty. She okay, is a well, star. I I can't wait until she leaves WWE. Her star supersedes what the WWE can do for her. So, period, Sasha. Go get that bag. I would love to see you wrestle still, but even if you leave, I'll just watch Bianca and Sasha on repeat all the time. Um, <laughs> let's rate the main roster before we wrap up this show. 
Let's not. Let's do a rating without elimination chamber and a rating with elimination chamber. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's do without first. I have to put it higher because Charlotte and Naomi. Yes. Um, I'm gonna say D plus because that match was really good. Uh, uh, the rest of it is kind of pointless and dumb, though. So fair. I was gonna say, oh, I froze for a second. I was gonna say, and this is kind of controversial coming from me because I always rate them very low. But I was gonna say a C minus. Okay, I was gonna very say low, a C. but oh. Maybe not so controversial. <laughs> I feel like I'm giving high ratings today. Maybe I'm being nice. Maybe like yeah. maybe I'm just the drama. Maybe you're like am <laughs> I the drama? drama? Am I the drama? Is it me? <laughs> I don't think I'm the drama. Jesus, is it me? <laughs> I haven't heard that in forever. Um, I'm giving them a C. I like the Naomi Charlotte match. I'm happy mm-hmm. Sonya is finally starting to get her comeuppance. I need that storyline tied up soon. I like to see Zaylee on my TV. I just want her in a match. Love Bianca on my TV. Don't want her messing with Nikki Ash. Uh, Liv Morgan should be winning her matches. Um, I don't think you should be putting them against Dewdrop when they both need to win. Um, uh, think the Elimination Chamber match will be good, even though it's taking place where it's taking place. Lita's on my screen, and I love Lita, and she did some cool moves, but I don't like why she's there. Let's do with the Elimination Chamber involved. F. Uh, yeah. F. F minus. F minus. If yes. we're gonna count it as a grade, then yeah, F minus. F minus is a grade. We'll make it a grade. Okay. Yes. For this. For this case. specific. Yeah. 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 Elimination chamber. Um. Good God, we'll have to figure out if or how we're gonna talk about that once the matches happen. But we'll figure that out down the road. I know you're not watching. I know. I know. I can tell by the face you just made. Let's do plugs. Let's get this done. Okay, well, you can follow me on Twitter at Fuller underscore Kylie. Uh, I'm, I have a lot of opinions, and I'm a lot more controversial than I am here. So if you would like that, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> if you wouldn't like that, don't go leave hate messages, because if you do, I'll find you. Yeah, if you hey. if you send me hateful DMs, uh, I will block you. Uh, and report I'm, you. I'm too, I'm report, I'll report you, I'll block you, and I'll send your at to everyone I know, and they'll block you. So don't send me hate. I I don't put up with that. We don't like uh, that. Yeah, and don't send hate to my friends either. I'll block you. Well, we don't put up with that. <laughs> I'll just block you. You're not going to get hate haters. Yeah. Yes, I won't give you attention. I only give myself attention. And Ooh. me, you give me attention. And and, and people that I love, but uh, I don't love most of you. So. Uh, <laughs> I love you guys. If you like me, I love you. Where is where are we going with this? <laughs> this is Finish kidding. your blog. Um uh where was oh, okay, uh Good ADHD job, Buzz, Sunday at six. Not this Sunday though. We're taking a break. We're very tired. Hashtag mental health. Hashtag mental health. Hashtag uh, sometimes wrestling isn't fun. A lot of times wrestling isn't fun. And it's n- even less fun when you have to talk about it. And you don't like it, so. And people hate you on Twitter. Yes, and you you send DMs to me that are mean. Anyway, <laughs> oh my god, this plug today, girl. Uh, Stevens, um, Body Slams on that YouTube channel. I do interviews and podcasts and things there. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of all over the place. You follow me on Twitter, and I'll post everything that I'm on. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to echo everything. Well, not everything that Kylie said, but most of the things that Kylie said. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter right there. Um, I have semi-mediocre wrestling takes and dog photos, and occasionally I post food. So And pictures yeah. of yourself that are very pretty. Thanks. Yeah, Haley's hot. I'm really... Can we... <laughs> Okay. okay, that's it. Oh Go my ahead, Jay Shell. Okay. My <laughs> name is Jay Shell. I've been Jay Shell. Yep, that's cool. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Jay Nicole. This is gonna be really bad. Uh I'm on the late night grin now. I do shows over there. I got a show with Joe Holper called The Free Agents. We just looked at all the possibilities of where Swerve could go and what he can do. Really, really fun show. You guys can go check me out on their YouTube channel. You guys can also subscribe for to their Patreon for one dollar a month. Or you can give more if you feel like it and help me go to college so I don't have to pay my student loans. Thank you guys um appreciate you in advance go send super chats over there when i do shows so i can make sure that i can get my mom valentine's day presents thank you and also um adhd was as well um we're probably gonna be doing some gcw stuff on the late night grand pretty soon as well so keep your eyes peeled for that i got some shows coming if you like to see me in pain i have a show called coming called hell is hot where i watch a bunch of wrestlers matches who i hate so we're gonna start with karen cross and we're gonna work our way up to chris jericho um also got a show coming featuring um historical oracle um looking at the divas division with joe Holbert, which is gonna be great as well lots of cool content coming over there so you guys can keep your eyes peeled jason nicole for all of my stuff i got some stuff coming from wrestling with whiteness darius lockhart willow nightingale tasha Steele's interviews already out i got some surprises coming some pretty big surprises coming that i can't really talk about but all the girls here now know about um yes yeah, some pretty cool stuff coming pretty soon so yeah follow me on my twitter if you want to know about that um but yes we have been the demo divas we hope you enjoyed us criticizing this week in women's wrestling and we hope we'll see you next week saturdays at three wilson you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar how did you do it i got a huge assist from grammarly an ai writing partner that helped me make my point and it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.